Hello, I'm Chloe Veltman and this is Voicebox, your guide to the wonders of the human voice and the best of the vocal music scene. Thanks for joining me. This track features the vocal artistry of two of South Asia's most prodigious classically trained singers of the 20th century, Ustad Nazakat Ali Khan and Ustad Salamat Ali Khan, known to Western audiences as the Ali Brothers. From the 1940s to the 1980s, these siblings from Punjab were among an elite group of North Indian singers to dominate the ancient and revered Hindustani classical singing scene. Like most classically trained South Asian musical masters, Nazarkat and Salamat came from a long line of singers that goes back 11 generations. Just as their father, the musician Ustad Vilayat Ali Khan, taught his sons how to sing, so Salamat passed on his knowledge to his children. In the studio with me today, I'm excited to be joined by two of them, Rifat Sultana and Sukhawat Ali Khan, who both live in the Bay Area. Namaste, Rifat and Sukhawat. Thank you for coming into the studio. It's so good to be in the studio because uh, I heard my father's voice and uh, it's like a great meditation to me and I think it's a good start for the show. <laughs> Thank you. It's beautiful to hear. I'm, I'm glad. So also on hand is Richard Mikos, who performs with Rifat and Sukhawat in the World Fusion Ensemble Shabazz, or formerly known as the Ali Khan Band. Richard and Rifat also happen to be married. Hi, Richard. It's great to see you. Wonderful to be here, Chloe. Rifat and Sukhawat were born in Pakistan and moved to the Bay Area in the mid-1990s. The siblings have a strong background in North Indian classical singing, but they've also developed their skills to sing in a variety of different folk and pop vocal genres. These include devotional Sufi and Kawali songs, secular Ghazal songs, the Bollywood songs of the South Asian movie industry, and energetic Bhangra pop songs. On tonight's show, we're going to explore the vocal music influences that have gone into forging these two particular artists' multifaceted careers as a way to glimpse just a few aspects of the beautiful and diverse landscape of South Asian song. Let's kick things off with some music. Here's a track by Shabazz featuring all three of tonight's guests. Lagian. just joined us welcome i'm chloe veltman and this is voicebox public radio's weekly series about the human voice voicebox is available as a free weekly podcast on itunes and at voicebox-media.org to find out more about our series including how to make a much needed donation to support our project which is independently produced and non-profit please visit voicebox-media.org donating to voicebox is very easy through our online paypal link Tonight we're exploring the musical journeys of singing siblings Rifat Sultana and Sukhawat Ali Khan, who sing in a variety of Indian styles from North Indian classical music to Bhangra. The track we just heard, Lagian, is performed by Shabazz, a fusion ensemble whose members include Rifat and Sukhawat, as well as Richard Mikos, who are all in the studio with me this evening. Now, 11 generations of eminent singers have preceded you in your family. That's a rich and, I imagine, daunting musical heritage. Was there ever any question that you would pursue musical careers or was it something that you knew you would always do because you were part of this family? I have a four sister. We are four sisters, so mm-hmm. they all sing very good uh-huh. and they have a beautiful voice and I have a good voice, but we're not allowed to sing. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, so i am the one like a first woman in this uh, music <laughs> field singing professionally, wow. professionally. Yeah. that's amazing and, and i came here in the united states and i started yeah like a but uh, this credit goes to my father ustad mm-hmm. salamat ali khan he was very liberal and when he brought rifus here he told me that you know she she have great talent she should sing right and credit goes to him a recording by the great North Indian classical vocalists Ustad Salamat Ali Khan and Ustad Nazakat Ali Khan which acting about the vocal music legacy that these singers passed on down to the next generation specifically Salamat's daughter Rifat Sultana and son Sukawat Ali Khan who are both with me in the studio So the track we just heard was an interpretation of a, a famous Indian raga known as Bagashwari Uh obviously Indian classical singing is a massive subject and we're really only going to scratch the surface of it on tonight's show but can you talk us through some of the basics please what is a raga and what are the other main components of northern indian classical music the ragas is a very ancient style of singing in india in pakistan they say the ragas are the basic platform to create any genre but raga itself a whole picture of universe a little more technically from a western standpoint a raga is a scale or it's a group of notes so it may have a five notes mm-hmm. or it may be pentatonic we mm-hmm. would call it or it may have six notes or seven notes like our diatonic system so generally you don't just sing up and down the scale mm-hmm. you uh there's a there's somewhat of a broken pattern and mm-hmm. through that broken pattern and emphasizing certain notes like you may emphasize the root note or the fifth note or the second degree there's a king note and a and a yeah for instance this is a the raga my father was singing so you're playing the harmonium there that you've brought in but ascending and descending saga madane sani ramage sa pentatonic saga madane sa sani ramage sani da sa it's just five notes but you can sing it for hours <laughs> see and you right. he went straight up the scale and then back down then he went below mm-hmm. the root and then yeah. came back up because that one just kind of wanted that mm-hmm. that but that. you want to create some feeling but then get to fast tempo for tinta na din din na na din yeah the different rhythm cycles na na din din na 1 and you sing aaj mure ghar aaye re balama aaj mure ghar aaye re balama aaj mure ghar aaye re balama aaj re balama aaj mure ghar aaye re balama sagama ni sagama sa aaye re balama aaj mure ghar It's amazing how the rhythm courses through you. I, I mean, I'm sitting here with this ridiculous grin on my face while you were doing that. It actually makes me want to dance. Really, <laughs> tell me a little bit about your training. I mean, it's this music is so complex. Tell me a bit about how you went about learning to sing like this, Rifat. Um my dad, uh, he's uh, he teach me first raga raga gujri toli. So before i don't know anything when he before uh, the first raga when he teach me and um, 
he is uh, teaching me um, arohi amrohi first like a nutrition saragam sending mm. and descending sending and descending and uh, then after this he teach uh, give me lesson for uh, composition in the raga and then and he teach me some alap like a all uh, improvisation little bit with the uh, notes mm-hmm. sar- we call sargam mm-hmm. and and then he teach me some tabla uh, beats uh, mm-hmm. 16 beats teen uh, tal and my dad said you should listen and you learn mm-hmm. from listening l- listening yeah what would you say vocally speaking are the hallmarks of a great uh, hindustani classical singer in terms of the qualities of the voice what is it that you know you look for as a hallmark of a great singer one thing is is you have to be great in every range so when you start out the raga you've got very big low, low. bass and mm-hmm. impactful you know mm-hmm. low range and then mid range and then i don't know you know some people say singers sing in seven octaves mm-hmm. is that actually true <laughs> i think the I harmonium <laughs> has only three octaves so i would say if you can go from the lowest note to harmonium to the highest note which is where you be in your head voice you know that's three octaves are enough and then sure. and then of course everything else mm-hmm. the 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 form because cl- since classical there's going to be hardcore classical people who are going to be listening and judging you very mm-hmm. carefully on are you going through the right forms mm-hmm. and everything and do you sing a note that's outside the raga breaking the rules uh. all those so you have to follow the rules and and then but of course what we love is the singers that that touch your heart mm-hmm. with their greatest expression. Without that is nothing. Yeah, without that it's just technical. Mm-hmm. So. The you know uh, the vocabulary of, vocabulary of a vocalist in Indian classical translation is you should fulfill the three octave. Mm-hmm. Lower, medium, high. If you can do that, that's what my father Ustad Salamat Ali Khan, Bade Ghulam Ali Khan said, but also they said it stay with your voice range and become a greatest ustad. Mhm. Ustad Amir Khan sahab, they don't go too high, but he's the greatest Ustad ever. He's such a beautiful bass, round, beautiful voice, and in a medium tempo, medium range too. Mm-hmm. So you can become a Ustad in your own range too, but nice to have the full range. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so broadly speaking, there are tr- two traditions uh, in this classical singing from uh, India and Pakistan, which we're talking about. The Hindustani singing of northern India and Pakistan and the Carnatic tradition, which hails mostly from the south of, of India. What are the main differences between the two traditions? The, the main difference is, uh, the one thing is common in both. Mm-hmm. They have the same ragas, oh, okay. different names. Right. Like uh, Madkalyans. But in South India we call him Jinsam Bodhani. Scale is same. So different names, same that, scale. That's one thing never change. Mm-hmm. Another difference is the Karnataki may be may be the oldest. Mm-hmm. form of Indian music mm-hmm. oldest maybe and uh, very pure mm-hmm. the khayal comes North Indian music ragas were there so they're a bit newer but not that new mm-hmm. but the main difference between them if same raga South Indian will sing they less stay on the note singing style they yeah. So much shaking and in the southern style, yeah. southern style shaking, yeah. tan, gamak, yeah. oh, that kind of thing. Yeah. I see. So they had, I mean, they can do better. <laughs> But the point is in <laughs> same thing in in the north indian more ambient uh-huh get more popular and temples love it because it can make people cry kahu ki 
So staying you can on see the, the note longer. We stay longer on the notes, and it's same, but singing style different, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's let's hear a, a bit more South Indian classical singing now. Here's Nana Margam, performed by the prolific South Indian classical and film singer K J Yasudas. According to the Guinness mm. World Records, Yasudas has recorded more songs than any other vocalist in the world, nice more than fifty-three thousand. Another thing to know about the artist we just heard, K.J. Yasudas, is that he's sung in almost all of the 22 Indian languages except Kashmiri and Assamese. Wow. He's also performed in English and Russian, among other completely we foreign sing tongues. In those languages. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of languages. What, what languages do you sing in? Well, they sing in uh, in uh, mainly two languages. They sing in Punjabi, which is the part of India and Pakistan that they're from, mm-hmm. and in Urdu, which uh, our national language mm-hmm. is the from Pakistan. National language, and but a uh, lot of your father's compositions were in Hindi, right? In Hindi, mm-hmm. and it's just, uh, one uh, raga is we uh, we want to talk about coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee is like a more uh, is from uh, Saraiki language is like a villages in Pakistan. Ah, okay. Different, different. Language. Yeah, very uh-huh. sweet. And uh, we sing in Saraiki too. Do you speak all of the languages that you sing in? Yes. 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 We speak those Punjabi, Urdu, uh-huh. Hindi. Hindi. Saraiki is, is very sweet. It's like a poetic language. It's a different dialogue of Punjabi. So, but if I, we, I born in Multan, mm-hmm. and a small city. So they speak Saraiki there. Mm-hmm. We understand, mm-hmm. but o- we know. This also, language. at the end of a classical piece, uh, often your father would go into uh, Farsi. They also sing in Farsi. So wow. at certain po- certain times in the raga, certain ragas at the mm-hmm. end, they do Hindi, some Farsi Hindi, phrases. Hindi, like Sanskrit. Uh-huh. My dad used that mm-hmm. word too okay. in Hindi. So a lot of languages. Many languages. Yeah. How, in this music, how important... Is it for to articulate the words? I mean, are people listening for language as much as they are listening for tone of voice and other qualities? In ragas, they mostly listen the tone, mm-hmm. tonality, voice, and how you can project it in, you know, up and down, yin mm-hmm. and yang, mm-hmm. loud, soft, and they see all those things and and they follow the rhythmic pattern. Uh-huh. You have to carry it. In any case, it's Ten, one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You carry that. Then, na, then, then, la, cherak, lejo, da, da. One, two, three, four. But you not too on. many words in classical. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, other genre, you have to. Ghazal is the, the Ghazal is the poetry in Urdu. Focus on is, the word. Is about, about the, poetry, the poetry, so it depends on the style. Sufi is devotional, so of course people want to. It's easy to hear the names of the saints and so forth. I see. Yeah. Well, we, Rifat, when they hear uh, saints' name and people start uh, Sufi dance, <laughs> they mm. don't care what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> the saints' <laughs> names yeah, are the most and important. And they are in devotion, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> some other devotion. word. So we're going to actually move to talk about Sufi singing. I know it's something that you do a lot of. Can you tell us a little bit, Rifat, about, about Sufi songs? What What are they? Sufi is like a spiritual music. Anything, anytime I'm start singing Sufi music, I'm right in a devotion, like a trance. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing something. Okay, so now, so Rifat and Sukawa, you're going to sing Jule Lal for us here in the studio, which is a Sufi song. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Munam Gulami Ali Hazari Jane 
گرامی فدائے نامی علی جھولے جھولے لال کلندر مست کلندر جھولے 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 تیرا چنڈا لال کلندر تیرا چنڈا لال کلندر عشق کے پر جھولے 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 لال کلندر مست کلندر جھولے 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 لال کلندر مست کلندر جھولے 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 لال کلندر مست کلندر جھولے واسطائی سیون والی سرکاروں دا واسطائی سیون والی سرکاروں دا بخش دےو واسطہ جے پیاراں دا پیاراں دا جھولے جھولے لال کلندر مست کلندر جھولے 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 لال کلندر مست کلندر دما دم مست کلندر دما دم مست کلندر دما دم مست کلندر مست کلندر مست کلندر دما دم مست کلندر Wow, thank you. Thank you very much. That was amazing. <laughs> that was the vocalists Rifat Sultana and Sukawat Ali Khan performing the Sufi song Jule Lai. You're listening to Voicebox with me, Chloe Veltman. For full playlist information for tonight's show, please visit voicebox-media.org. And you can also download the podcast version of this program and indeed any other show from the Voicebox series from our website. Tonight we're delving into the vocal music legacy of a great Asian singing family with Rifat Sultana and Sukawat Ali Khan, the children of the Hindustani vocal music master Ustad Salamat Ali Khan. And also joining us is their collaborator, Richard Mikos. So Rifat, what is the relationship between Sufi and Kawali, which is another major form of devotional singing in Indian and Pakistani culture? Sufi music same exists in Turkey mm-hmm. it's like dervishes they do their zikr and they tr- turn mm-hmm. but technically it's beautiful slow music and uh, they call it Sama mm-hmm. the Sama came to India and Hazrat Amir Khusro created a Sufi music but the Sufi words and thoughts came from you know, Middle East and Persia mm-hmm. to this area. And then, but Hazrat Amir Khusro called himself Hazrat Amir Khusro Delvi, so he created Kavali mm-hmm. based upon Indian music. He loves the rhythm. So, so he, Kavali is Sufi music of India and Pakistan. And it goes with the clap. Uh-huh. Like, more rhythmic. Like my sister and me did. Want an example with you? Everybody clap. Must calendar, must, must, must calendar, must, must calendar, must, must, must calendar, must, must calendar, must, must, must calendar, must. See? It's very trancy and danceable. And that's a beautiful Kawali music. Kawali typically is, uh, has a, a group of chorus singers behind. Oh, I see. That's what it is. And, 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 there are, and mostly it's a male thing where they sing uh-huh. it at Sufi shrines. Uh-huh. However, in India, uh, in some Bollywood movies, I have seen some female Kawali groups. But Kawali is a group of singers behind lead singer. When Rifat sings a concert by herself, we call her a Sufi singer. I mainly see. because we don't have the Kawali group behind her. Oh, okay. And she's a woman, so maybe for those two reasons. The we'll Sufi and, and uh, uh, Dhamal the, the, music is different, like a Kavali. And Kavali is a, like a 12 people and a main singer. Mm-hmm. 
and when when i sing i call like i'm doing uh, sufi, sufi music. music like a damal music mm-hmm. sufiana kalam sufiana kalam is like a one person can sing it's kind of like poetry. a qawali same mm-hmm. kind of poetry same yeah. kind of feeling same, same. she sings qawali songs alone so yeah. you know it's it's really kind of all right well i thought we could hear a couple more devotional singers just so people can get more of a flavor of this kind of music okay. um so first we're going to hear a wonderful female vocalist abida parveen with bule shah yes. wow. and then we'll here from one of the most famous Kabali vocalists, Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan. Um, oh. The track is entitled Hag Ali Ali Mula Ali Ali. Hag Ali Ali Mula Ali. Beautiful. This is Voice Box with me, Chloe Veltman. Tonight, with the help of singers Sukawat Ali Khan and his sister Rifat Sultana and Richard Mikos, their collaborator, we're exploring a few distinct South Asian vocal music styles, in particular the styles that our guests have made their own. We've heard a couple of devotional tracks just now from the Sufi singer Abida Parveen and the Kavali vocalist Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan. Please visit voicebox-media.org for full playlist details. So let's move from the sacred to the secular now. Rifat and Sakawit, you're also singers of beautiful folk songs in the style known as Ghazal. What is Ghazal? Ghazal is actually it's my favorite because when I was in college, I took Urdu Advance. It's, it's like a Shakespeare of Shakespeare of India and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Ghazal's the poetry is is the main jewel of the mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. the words and uh, but particularly ghazal in every sentence stanza two lines you can have different thoughts mm-hmm. first should be spirit could be spiritual mm-hmm. second could be romantic mm-hmm. third could be comedy mm-hmm. and fourth could be mm-hmm. you know in ghazal you can do that but in nazm which is second form you take one topic which could be political or spiritual and you, you stick to it stick to it so, but the ghazals the greatest poet like Mirza Ghalib you know Mir Takimir Dr. Iqbal and those people are great they have to have quality of a scholar mm-hmm. and uh, like Mirza Ghalib said once Zahid Sharab peene de masjid me baith kar Zahid شراب پینے دے مسجد میں بیٹھ کر یا وہ جگہ بتا جہاں پر خدا نہ ہو اٹس ویری اسپرچل ہی واز ڈرنکنگ سم اسپرچل پلیس اینڈ سم کین ناٹ ڈرنک ہیئر واٹ از دیٹ مین ہی واز جسٹ ڈرنکنگ او ہی واز ڈرنکنگ ہولی پلیس اینڈ ہی سیڈ کڈ یو ٹیل می ویئر گاڈ ڈزن ایگزٹ دا اونلی پوئٹ کین ٹاک لائک دیٹ سو But there's a lot of romantic poetry. And mm-hmm. So this in this style, the words are very important. Important. Yeah. And the rhythm is always medium. Mm-hmm. For, for instance, mm-hmm. करार नहीं 
And you can call it Frank Sinatra of Indian music. <laughs> it's beautiful. What was that particular ghazal about? It's wrote by my father. What was the what What was it about? Uh, it's a uh, it's very beautiful. Rifa Sultan, the poet, mm. who is also similar to my sister's mm. name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a great friend of my father. The meaning is, "Aake ab taabe intezar nahi, jaane be taab ko karar nahi. Wo bhi shamil hai jurme ulfat mein ek mahi." Gunahagar nahi. He said, Please come now. Now I can't take it of this pain of waiting. Jani betab ko karar nahi. I have no, I have limit of uh, waiting right now. But in the next line, he said, I'm not only the blame goes to me in this crime of love. She's also as. Sinful as myself. Okay. So, but still, please come, and you can see that longing in the song. And yeah, definitely. Ghazal poetry always have a, like a sad mm-hmm. and happy and romantic yeah. uh, poetry too. Mm-hmm. So it's very beautiful, very soulful. So, um, one of the greatest South Asian exports, of course, is its film music legacy. Rifat, in addition to your background in classical and folk singing, you also perform many songs from the Bollywood repertoire. Why have you made this type of music part of your work? I love Bollywood music. And uh, and some is, is a Pakistani musical uh, singer. They are um, some woman and, and man... It's a very famous from mm-hmm. Pakistan, Mandy Hassan. He's a very good ghazals singer, mm-hmm. like a king of ghazals. Mm-hmm. And he sings in Pakistani movies too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this lady, her name is uh, Madam Noor Jahan. Mm-hmm. She's a very good singer. She sings ghazals and uh, movies. Mm-hmm. So I listening to all those yeah. artists. So I like Bollywood, Pakistani film music and Bollywood film music. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, yourself ever sing songs in the films or are you just singing them in your concerts, the songs in your concerts? In the concerts. Right. You've never been a a playback singer in a movie yourself? No, not yet. Not yet? Not in India (laughs) and and Pakistan. But she can, inshallah, in the future. Yeah, I will be She has that voice for the... So do you think you will in the future sing for films? If somebody give me a chance. <laughs> well, you guys have done a lot of smaller movies, like American movies. I, I did oh, here. I did oh, here okay. in United yeah, States. But that, a lot that of wouldn't soundtracks. be Bollywood. Yeah, we did the movies. But yeah, more American movies. Not Bollywood yet. Yeah. So American movies that incorporate some yes. Bollywood-like yeah. songs. Indian. Bollywood or Sufi. I mean, it's, they don't. They haven't always sang uh, Like art songs. movies, some people make yeah. them here. So we have a soundtrack and sing uh-huh. songs. Uh, which, any particular films you want to mention? I sang in Hidalgo, actually. Hidalgo, Oh, yeah. okay. It's a war Disney movie, mm-hmm. James Newton Harbour. I think they just use his really high just note, you know, uh, and... Uh, just for the little bit... <laughs> thing, <laughs> a few seconds. Half an hour of recording, <laughs> and then they use the... But, you know, yeah. the high note, so... I was in that movie, and uh, I, was, I was in Chicago, and uh, I was staying in a hotel, and I was watching a PBS documentary uh-huh. about Anunnaki's... I mean... They thought the alien comes to the earth and make us modern. But well, that's just a documentary. It's not uh-huh. my view. So I heard Rifat's voice. Really? So well, that's because I, I made this a sample very, CD very uh-huh. years very ago and a too. lot of people used that sample. You mean sample. people just stole it, was, it or no, they no, credited no, it? No, 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 no. It was paid to do it and they were licensed and legal. And then I've heard her voice on so many little different movies movies or TV shows. I forgot the name. So it's like, oh, that's Riffa. Oh, yeah, well, that was just using a sample. Oh, okay. One movie they make in England and Mm -hmm. uh, and America. So I'm watching that movie and then suddenly my 
song is coming. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't even know. I forgot yeah. the name. You didn't pay us anything. That <laughs> <laughs> must be very surprising very to suddenly happy. hear your voice. Yeah, yeah it must be wonderful this. too. <laughs> so it seems to me from I, from the small amount I personally know about uh, about the film music of, of South Asia is that the voices have changed quite a lot and the style has changed quite a lot. And you know, the, the, you hear a lot of Western instruments oh. in the music. Uh, you don't hear... Can you know, I comment on that? Yeah, of course. Well... You know, when I first started hanging out with the Ali Khans and, and watching Indian TV and Bollywood TV, well, I have to admit, let's say 15 and more years ago, the instruments in the Bollywood songs were, you'd hear the Bansuri flute, you'd mm-hmm. hear the tabla. The traditional instruments. You'd oh, hear them and, uh, the, and, all, and I loved that because I really liked the classical music and the more artistic styles of music. But when I heard those in Bollywood music, I liked it. I would say over the past 15 years, it's almost like every year you turn on the Indian TV and listen, Mm -hmm. the music has become more and more Western. And what I call hip hop is sort of like a certain beat, not Mm -hmm. necessarily, I'm not talking about a cultural style Mm -hmm. and all that, but Mm -hmm. you know, a popular American music, sort of like McDonald's. It's Mm -hmm. just infiltrated the world and now it's, It's sad. I wonder what the people in India have grown up with. Have they, they completely... For example, yoga is much more popular in America now than it is in India, right? We've really developed the form here. Sure. But I'm, I, I, I don't worry, but I think in India, wow, are they yeah. really... Because they're so fascinated with the West. You see, uh-huh. East loves West and yeah. loves... I'm West still fascinated East. with the classic Bollywood because they have... Well, that's the old stuff. Western that has there. all the elements. Sometimes they use some touch of Western mm-hmm. very yeah. beautifully mm. and very effectful. Now they're, now the they're getting gone a little now. too extreme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Indian music is now is 5% mm-hmm. and Western, 95% yeah. is the Western, which is cool too. And technology's but, uh, played a huge part in yeah. it. I think Keyboards, drum machines, come back to balance. Cetera, yeah, yeah. The well, new generation want to listen. And they're fascinated yeah. now with, for example, it's a big fad now in Pakistan and India to have the the, the bands, and they sound like just regular Regular. rock bands from here. That's boring to me. That's not why I, I mean, got in. The same, the same thing is happening in Korea and China, oh you know, God. with the K-pop movement. Yeah, yeah the so same on. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching yeah. that. Well, I thought we could listen to a couple of, uh, of Bollywood songs, uh, something from the classic years of Bollywood yeah. cinema and something much newer. So mm-hmm. we'll begin um, with uh, a track by the legendary vocalist Lata Mangesh. Mangeshka, Mangeshka. Yeah, Lata Mangeshka, yeah, and then and then we'll move on to one by one of the most sought after Bollywood singers today, Sonu Nigam. Mm-hmm. He's great. <laughs> On tonight's edition of Voicebox, we're exploring a variety of vocal music styles with two great singers, Rifat Sultana and Sukhawat Ali Khan. Also joining us is their collaborator, Richard Mikos. Uh, they are great members, well, Sukhawat and, and uh, Rifat are members of a great dynasty of vocalists as the children of the Hindustani classical singer Sulamat Ali Khan. And the siblings hail from Pakistan, but have been resident in the state since 1990. 
We just heard tracks by a pair of Bollywood movie singers, the legendary vocalist Lata Mangeshkar and the popular contemporary singer Sonu Nigam. Visit voicebox-media for more detailed playlist information and other things that you might like to know about our project. So the final aspect of South Asian musical culture that we're going to look at tonight is Bhangra. This is a musical style that both of my guests in the studio have adopted. Um, It's interesting because it's strongly associated with Indian and Pakistani culture, but it actually sprang out of Britain in the 1980s. Yes, big in Britain. Exactly. It was um, actually created by first and second generation immigrants (laughs) from the Punjab regions of uh, India and Pakistan, as I understand it. So Sukhawat, what musical elements go into a typical Bhangra track and why do you like to sing in this style? Naturally, we are from Punjab. You know. mm-hmm. Punjab is a land of wonders and beauty, art, music, food. People are very open-hearted. Punjab has five rivers and the food is abundant. And Bhangra started as a, when you cut the crop, mm-hmm farmer get their fruit mm-hmm. the weddings happens because you get the money <laughs> and it was a it's called besaki uh-huh. in Punjab so people get to marry it you know some mm-hmm. farmer wanted to marry but can't it's a very happy occasion so they start singing Bhangra uh-huh. when they got the money and and Bhangra have a the f- basic beautiful element is a dance mm-hmm. But it started with the big dole drum. So, and that drum had that kind of swing. And people start just put their finger up and and start dancing. So, that's the basic groove. Uh But the dole player can do variations. Mm -hmm. And they kept it. Very simple. Raga, very simple. Mm. Long note, very hook hook line. Mm as you're going to play some bhangras too. So. And uh, <coughs> and bhangra cannot be sad. <laughs> okay. It's upbeat dance music. Yes. If you make a sad bhangra, it's not good, my friend. <laughs> Kick it out. And, and in terms of how you're using your voices, do you do something different for this style versus, you know, the classical style or the or the devotional style or more for folk songs? This no, is something very different. high cutting different. pitch. But I will use the highest key. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's very bright. And we use the happy scale, which is a it's classical a scale. Mm-hmm. So, okay. It's Rag Meg from classical. So it should. Gal sun chaleya, do love. Gal sun chaleya, do love. Gal sun chaleya, do love. Kani panai rola. The higher notes. Yeah, so I can see why that is. It's it's so ecstatic, really, isn't it? It Gets you up off your feet. You can't avoid it. Ecstatic, but not religious, particularly. Right. More romantic. It's for everyone, my friend. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's have another Bangra track. Here's Darer Mandi with Hod Jayegi Bale Bale. So, do you think that South Asian vocal music has suffered from too much Western influence? I think it did suffer because of, uh, as Bob Marley says, the people losing their own culture, the people like without face. Mm. But it's it's not totally lost mm-hmm. because we have rooted 
classical folk ghazal still in people's heart mm-hmm. there's a huge audience want to hear it and uh, now i've been surprised they've been doing a lot of hip hop style songs but suddenly they put some folky very simple song getting hit some ghazal style the deep inside people are longing for that they mm. don't even know it mm. i think too much of of uh, you know the music from the west mm. in a balance it, it, it was beautiful i love it because we do fusion here too shabazz is but everything out of balance sufi says when you create a balance between spirits and materialism there is a happiness mm-hmm. wow but if you don't something is yeah unbalanced so now is unbalanced yeah and hopefully that's why we are still doing it my mm-hmm. nephew ustad shujaat ali khan he's he's ustad now he's young he's still doing good music my brother ustad shafqat ali khan doing good music music mm-hmm. and my two nephew are coming up fizan ali khan and nadir ali khan and also aris ali khan so we are still in this holding try to keep it up and we're going to keep it up so um i guess i'd just like to ask you a couple of final questions where does indian classical singing sit today in the light of the global export of indian and pakistani vocal music culture do you think is the audience dwindling are children learning classical singing as much as they used to Uh my impression is is that the audience is dwindling but it's a big world out there so I'm sure there's many many pockets of people that are carrying on the traditions um but I would say over overall it's dwindling and I would hope that the traditions that are keeping it alive do as much as they can to to preserve the beauty and authenticity of the real classical music I think from 1930s to 90 late 60s so early 70s there was a time for hindustani pakistani classical music in 1956 my father was big in india he was very young but he special and after that but the, fortunately there's a pockets they still teaching their kids and mm-hmm. like patiala grana they're teaching their kids and in banaras and calcutta some places lahore Mm-hmm. It's the most tough place for classical musicians, even though less appreciation economically, but very hard criticism. Mm-hmm. Critics are very strong. Mm-hmm. Even bigger musician from India, they tell if you play in Lahore, then call yourself an artist. <laughs> so the music, but I do. Some classical musicians are have a lot of problems because. The, they were like maharaja singers they don't have any economical pressure and problem mm-hmm. they just sit meditate and sing they become greatest artists but mm-hmm. nowadays i think the people try to sing classical they are the modern day prophet because they're still doing it and sometimes they are the one walking on the heat of delhi and lahore mm-hmm. on foot and one rock star he doesn't know anything just one hit song driving jaguar front of him throw the dust on his face but he still laughs <laughs> smile at <laughs> smile at him <laughs> so i think people have devotion and nobody listen classical nobody listening ghazals these days when no, no, we are the pocket people when we are in the uh, in the indian shows and they just said okay one ghazal is fine now we want to listen dance music so uh-huh. so still still people listening classical and ghazals too but is not big audience not like they have a very small mass culture yeah. has taken over and there's like a war is like a i don't i don't know how hip hop and bollywood have and taken media over media have a lot to do about it oh yeah mm-hmm. if media project keep on throwing classical songs you know the media actually set the mind of young generations yeah mm-hmm. all about if you that. play hip hops all the time everybody starts singing throw some classical here and there mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes i hear in it, mm-hmm. indian shows like sare gama some people start singing classical because pockets are there yeah. well i'd like to wish my wonderful guests rifat sultana sakawat ali <laughs> khan you. and richard mikos a very good night thanks all Thank of you for joining me and sh- and taking us on this memorable journey through your lives and work 
Voicebox is an independently produced non-profit project recorded at the studios of KALW in San Francisco. The series producer is Seth Samuel and the web editor is Victoria Lim. Greta Bosal is our development director. Please support Voicebox. You can make an easy and safe donation by visiting voicebox-media.org or you can mail us a cheque. We're a non-profit project, so all donations made to us are tax-deductible. Find out more and send us your questions and comments via our website voicebox-media.org. Don't forget, you can also connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. And if you're looking for me on Twitter, my handle name is at Chloe Veltman. Finally, if you're listening in the Bay Area or can get here, I have a couple of great upcoming live events to plug. Voicebox is partnering with Street Stage to present a live urban music experience featuring some great vocal artists. Street Stage's beautiful and innovative mobile performance platform is going to be erected in the Mission District of San Francisco with the cooperation of Craftsman and Wolves Bakery and Dandelion Chocolates. Come and join us on Valencia Street between 18th and 19th Streets on March the 10th between 12 noon and 4 p.m. Also, clear out your calendars on the evening of May 29th. Voicebox, Dogfish Head Brewery and the Philistines Men's Vocal Ensemble are joining forces once again at 50 Mason Social House in downtown San Francisco to bring you drinking songs, a night of beer and the music that goes with it. More details, including how to buy tickets to this unforgettable interactive event, can be found at voicebox-media.org. I'll play us out with a modern Sufi song featuring tonight's guests Rifat Sultana and Sukawat Ali Khan. Here's Ayo Seo. Have a songful week. Oh, Senhor, ali Deus.